0: The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show.
2: Hey, Kristen.
0: Yeah, Jolenta.
2: It's no secret that you and I are not very into cooking.
0: Why do we need to be into cooking? We have husbands.
2: Yeah, and they do that for us. <laughs> uh, True. But I was wondering... Maybe we don't dislike cooking. Maybe we just hate juggling a bunch of ingredients and long recipes and all the intricate planning cooking takes. You know, maybe we just need something simpler. Something like borderline naked.
0: Naked? What does naked have to do with cooking?
2: Uh, you're gonna find out right now. Because I'm Jolenta Greenberg.
0: And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives.
2: So for this season, our seventh season, we are exploring the topic of hearth and home through, what else? Self-help guides, duh. That's why you're here. (laughs) And today, we are tackling the task of cooking with the book, Five Ingredients, Quick and Easy Food, by Jamie Oliver.
0: Jamie Oliver is an English chef, author, TV personality, and an advocate for healthy meals in schools. He grew up above the pub his parents owned in Essex, England, and he was working in the kitchen there by the time he was eight years old. At 16, he left home to study at Westminster Catering College and began his culinary career. While Oliver was working as a young chef at London's prominent River Cafe in 1997, he was briefly featured in a documentary about the restaurant. The BBC took note of him, and by 1999, at the tender age of 21, his first cooking show, The Naked Chef, debuted. That same year, he released his first book of the same name, which became a bestseller. Since then, Oliver has starred in numerous cooking shows, opened many restaurants, and written many best-selling cookbooks, all based around his Naked Chef message of paring down ingredients and food preparation to make cooking approachable for everyone.
2: In 2017, Jamie Oliver released the book Five Ingredients, Quick and Easy Food. In it, he posits that it only takes five ingredients and 30 minutes or less to put fresh, healthy, good-tasting meals on your table. He believes that we should all be cooking from scratch and that it's not as hard or as time-consuming as we often think it is. The book lays out five ingredient meals for salad, pasta, eggs, meat, veg, rice, noodles, and there's also a dessert chapter in there. Each recipe first shows photos of the raw ingredients and then a photo of the final dish at the end, as well as nutritional information for each dish. Note, Oliver makes it clear that not every recipe in the book is a balanced meal, but 70% of them are healthy.
0: Here's how you do it. Step one, stock your pantry. While each dish in five ingredients is simple, none really only has five ingredients. Each dish also includes some or all of the items that Jamie Oliver considers essential to a well-stocked pantry. These items are olive oil for cooking, extra virgin olive oil for dressing and finishing dishes, red wine vinegar as a good all-rounder when it comes to acidity and balancing marinades and sauces, and sea salt and black pepper for seasoning. If you don't already have these five items in your pantry, stock up. Step two,
2: focus on quality, not quantity. Buy the best meat, fish, and veggies you can find. Shop sustainably and in season to be more nutritious, delicious, and affordable. Choose organic, free-range, or higher-welfare meat whenever you can, making sure beef or lamb is grass-fed. The same goes for dairy and eggs and anything containing dairy and eggs, including noodles and pasta. Buy responsibly sourced fish on the same day you'll use it, or freeze it until you need it.
0: Step 3. Celebrate condiments. The recipes in the book enlist a lot of condiments, like mango chutney, curry paste, black bean paste, teriyaki sauces, miso, and pesto. These items guarantee flavor and save hours of time in preparation. While they're widely available in supermarkets, keep in mind that you generally get what you pay for. Step four,
2: big up on fresh herbs. Herbs are a gift to any cook, and Oliver uses a lot in the book. But instead of buying them, he encourages you to grow them yourself in your garden or in a pot on your windowsill. Herbs are the foundation of all cooking, allowing you to add single-minded flavor to a dish. And they're also packed with all sorts of qualities on the nutritional
0: front, too. Step 5. Equipment. The equipment used in the book is pretty simple. A set of saucepans and nonstick proof frying pans, a griddle, and a shallow casserole pan – chopping boards, some sturdy roasting trays, and a decent set of knives, as well as a couple of baking tins. If you want to save time, Jamie also encourages you to get a speed peeler, a box grater, a mortar, and a food processor.
2: Step 6. Cook and Share Not every recipe in the book will give you a balanced meal. Some are simply great ways to cook a piece of fish or elevating a vegetable that will just blow your mind. The important thing to remember is to get your balance right across the week and to have a happy time cooking. So get to it. Share the recipe with your friends and post photos of your finished dishes on Instagram using the hashtag quick and easy food.
0: Step seven, make the freezer your friend. A lot of the recipes in the book are designed to serve two, so that it's easy to scale up or down as you need to. Some recipes are more naturally suited to being made in bigger quantities, particularly when it comes to slow cooking, but you can always freeze extra portions for another day. Just remember to let food cool before freezing, breaking it down into portions so it cools quicker, and get it into the freezer within two hours of cooking. Make sure everything is well wrapped, meat and fish especially, and label it for future reference. When ready to eat, thaw in the fridge first and generally, if you've frozen cooked food, don't refreeze it again after you've reheated it.
2: That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight.
0: So, Joe Lenta. I am so excited to hear about your cooking adventures and mine, because Mm -hmm. we so rarely do this. Mm -hmm. It's almost like asking, like, I wonder what your skydiving adventures are like this week. Yeah, (laughs) they were wild. No. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I had mixed feelings about starting this book, uh, I'll admit, because like any basic bitch of a certain age, Kristen, I enjoyed an episode or two of The Naked Chef back in the day. I'm not gonna deny it. You know, uh, The Naked Chef, of course, being this show Jamie Oliver hosted back in the day. Uh, you know, I was in college. I thought maybe he would be naked. He was cute. So I stayed. It all worked. <laughs> I fell for it. But, on, but also, he's not actually
0: naked on the show. is no, he? No, no,
2: no, he's not. That's the that's how they get you. But then he's like, oh. cute enough that you stay even though he has clothes on.
0: Ugh, the bait and switch.
2: Anyway. I like, so I don't hate him, but I also do hate everything having to do with food right now. I don't know if you're in the same boat, but like, you know, we've been quarantining basically for six months. I'm Mm -hmm. on immunosuppressants, so I'm not even allowed to go to the grocery store to, like, peruse what food is available. And the fact that the guy I rely on for help getting food, a.k.a. my husband, Brad, is okay eating, you know, the same sandwich for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and forgets that we're not all like that. Like, I hate food. I hate thinking about food. I hate trying to come up with things to eat when I can't see the food at the store. It all sucks.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, even people who are not sick right now, I think feel your pain, Jolenta. Um, it's not an exciting food time no, for some of us. No,
2: and like when we manage to think about what we want to eat before it's actual meal time, and we aren't like, shit, we need to keep feeding ourselves. It's another day, and like we have meals that we need to eat. You know, basically things sound like this. Uh,
3: so, would you like a bowl with some chicken in it, like a chicken? No, seasoning? I
2: don't want any. I don't want like a lettuce and I don't want meat.
3: Okay. How about a
2: oh it's like a market size bowl, okay. basically. Okay, yeah. So
4: it can get you summer faro.
3: You like ferro?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: With maybe some squash and broccoli. <laughs> and sweet potatoes. Squash
2: and sweet potatoes are the oh, same. Yeah. Okay. Tomatoes. No,
3: I'm uh, so, 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 yeah. Everything makes
0: me angry and wanna throw up. Uh, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, Jolenta, that sounds so hard. Uh, being sick, eating, bad combo. Eating. It's hard. It is. Um, I do have to say though, just a side note, I had no idea squash and sweet potato were the same thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> you learned that today. And welcome.
0: Yeah. uh, I learned it today because it was clearly your breaking point. So what did you do then?
2: Uh, I decided I'd start easy, and I did step seven to actually start living by the book.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you're going to start freezing food Mm -hmm, from the beginning? mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you explain how that works? Here I am
2: doing it. I'm explaining it while I do it. So why don't we just listen? So my mom sent me this very cute but giant... Jar of soup and it's amazing, but apparently, I'm the only person in my household that eats chicken soup. Brad only eats cream based soups, uh, so he's not going to help me eat this giant thing. So, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to get little jars and lay
3: all individual servings into said.
2: Then I will freeze the servings.
0: Hot damn, Jolenta. You are doing the steps in reverse. You didn't even cook that food, and it's already in the freezer. I think you
2: also mean cold damn, but sure. (laughs) I had to. I'm sorry. Nice.
0: Well done. Well done. Okay.
2: After that, I decided to check out our kitchen equipment situation.
0: Ah, yes. Good old step five. How'd that go?
2: Uh, It was great. It was easy. I didn't have to do jack shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Turns out we have everything the book calls for because Brad's into cooking and baking. And over time, like, we've either acquired some nice stuff. We've been gifted some nice stuff. And, uh, you know, call... Our Apple Podcast reviewers and say sorry in advance because uh, I didn't really do the step because I have all the shit and I know they get upset when I don't technically do a step. <laughs> but I did. I what think, am I going to do? Go buy a mortar and pestle? Like we have a good food processor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I You did the inventory. That's all that matters. Right, all you I did checked. was take an inventory. Thank yes. You. you checked. That's fine. Yes. What'd you do after that?
2: So after that, uh, in order to finally get to cooking, Brad and I, I went through the book. We picked a few recipes that look good to us, and I sent him the store to get groceries and some red wine vinegar for step one.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Stocking the pantry. I think the vinegar stuff's interesting because, you know what? There are like 10 different kinds of vinegar. I'm, like I'm, wine, a vinegar. Yeah, I'm a balsamic one. Yeah, I'm Cider vinegar. There's, yeah, there's so many kinds of vinegar. Right.
2: And it's like we have two things of apple cider vinegar, rice, wine, vinegar, uh, Uh, and balsamic in the house, but we did not have red wine vinegar. So there we go. So he did great getting all the groceries and stuff, although we hit a bit of a snag when it came to step four.
0: Ah, big up on fresh herbs. By the way, big up on fresh herbs. What does that even mean?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I guess we were a little up before. (laughs) Uh, Apologies. Uh, Anyway, uh, so we hit an herb snag, and here it is. Question for you. Yes. Why did you buy mint when we have sprigs for free that we grew? We
3: have so few of them.
2: Okay. And well, we
3: need enough mint for two different dishes. Okay.
2: I'm going to start like a weekly harvest time because the reason we don't have enough is because we don't ever pluck it, and then it just grows tall but not more leaves. Because that way we actually use them, and like I can freeze them in butter if you want
3: or whatever. But like they're just growing Ooh, tall and not making sucks. more leaves, and then we throw them away. And they actually grow better when you harvest exactly. them. Exactly.
0: Perfect. Sundays.
3: Yeah, great. Yeah. Lovely. Perfect.
0: Ah, harvest that mint lenta It is so invasive. It will spread everywhere if you don't eat it. Get it. Yeah, it Get just it. is growing
2: tall, not making many leaves. We also have basil and sage that we are not harvesting. And rosemary, so we should get on it.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have all the basics. I bet Jamie Oliver is so proud of you right now.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, <laughs> okay, so after that, we finally did step six.
0: Ah, yes. That is the actual cooking and shit. hmm mm-hmm.
2: And I did not do the cooking, but Brad shared it with me, uh, and here I am eating it.
3: Okay, what is this? All right, so this is... A butternut butternut squash salad Uh with, you don't like avocados, so Mm. I put in some summer squash. Mm. And then there's some mixed greens. Mm -hmm. I added some pepitas for some crunch. I love
4: pepitas.
3: I know you do. And then on top, (gasps) we have some shredded uh, mozzarella.
2: Just expertly shred it out of the packaging with your fingers. Well, that's how you're supposed to
3: shred it. <gasps> mm, this is gorgeous. This looks really nice. And then, in addition, just because mm. you wanted it, I made some naan. Shut up, really? So, some homemade naan.
5: Just for
0: fun?
3: Yeah. It's
0: yummy. Jolenta, I'm just going to say here and now, you didn't actually cook. which Brad was shared the point it of this
2: <laughs> with me. And he took a picture of it that I could share on Instagram. I also cook more stuff later, but that's for week two. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but technically, that is where my week one ended. I have not cooked yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: But I ate. I ate and I checked many things in the kitchen. Okay. (laughs) Can you tell me about your first week? Let me guess. You were cooking the whole time.
0: Well, maybe I did some cooking. I definitely, I will give you a little hint here, a little spoiler. I did cook more than I normally do because... You know, I figured it's only five ingredients. Right. This isn't going to be too torturous. 30 minutes or this. less is the promise yeah. the book makes. Yeah. So I just stealed my reserves and I said, it's time to hit Flavortown.
2: I'm sorry. Isn't that a Guy Fieri reference?
0: Um, I Wrong don't know. chef,
2: girl. No. I, th- <laughs> I like it. I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to hit Flavortown, like, I think that's for a diner, a drive-in or a dive.
0: Anywho, I started with step one and step three.
2: Uh, Okay. So that is stock up your pantry and celebrate condiments. I hope you had a party for your condiments.
0: (laughs) Yes, we did. Um, You know, Dean, he loves to cook. Right. He already has the five pantry staples as one might expect. And then some. Yes. But then it came time to look at the condiments. And not only did Dean have a ton, but then at the end, he surprised me. Listen. So here are some examples of condiments that we should have on hand. Mango chutney.
5: Mango chutney?
0: Curry paste. I don't have curry paste. I have curry powder. Okay. Let's just... I think that's fine.
5: We have miso. We have gochujang. We have sambal olek. We have ancho chili paste. Regular brown mustard. We've got fancy pants mustard if we need it. We've got a bunch of um, salad dressings. We've got three or four different hot sauces.
0: You probably want more pesto, though.
5: Yes, I do. Although... (gasps) Since last week we were growing things. Guess what's in the little blue container out there? We have some fresh basil on the balcony. That we can make some pesto with.
2: Uh shit, Kristen, I'm sorry. Did Dean just bring up step 4 out of his butt out of magic? Yes. Out of thin air?
0: Yes, he did. He big upped on fresh herbs without me even asking him to. So hello, Jamie Oliver. We're ahead of you. Yeah, that that's is right. right. And me. it
2: sounds like you harvest your herbs. So good on you.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Love it. So
2: what did you do next?
0: Ah, uh, We did the good old inventory of Dean's cooking equipment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as you know, Jolenta, as all the listeners of the show probably know, Dean has lots and lots and lots of cooking equipment. He has a sous vide. He has three different kinds of machines just for chopping things. He has more than one mortar and pestle. He has way more than Jamie Oliver needs us to have. I'm
2: sorry. When at any given time in your household are there like three people who are like, I need a mortar and pestle.
0: (laughs) We need mortar and pestles for everyone.
2: (laughs) Quick, quick. More (laughs) pestling. (laughs)
0: Anywho, Dean does not need step five. I figured. He is step five. Yes, he's totally step five. Yeah,
2: I was like, if we have the gear, like Mr. Instapot, like kitchen gear has all the gear.
0: Yeah, he does. (laughs) So after that, I paged through the book, came up with a bunch Mm -hmm. of recipes I might want to make, put together a grocery list. And then Dean and I hit up the store for some step two shopping.
2: Okay, step two is... Focus on quality and not quantity.
0: Exactly. And the store we shopped at had an enormous produce section. It's a very giant new grocery store in New York. I will not name it. You know what it is, Jolenta. And um, we divided and conquered in the produce section because the produce section is like the size of our regular grocery store. And unfortunately, when we reconvened, we realized we didn't really quite conquer. Okay, so I couldn't find Cavallo nero or Nduja? and In- Why not? I don't. It's right th- over here. No, <laughs>
5: i I don't know what that is. What is it?
0: I don't know either.
5: Can't find press or watercress.
0: All right, and I can't find soft stem broccoli, but there's this Chinese broccoli. Is that the same thing?
5: Well, bro- brocolette is like baby broccoli, so yeah, it's probably soft stemmed.
0: Okay, now. Just a quick note here. In addition to not knowing what some of the ingredients Mm -hmm. were, I think that American English speakers may not even know all the words Jamie uses in his book. Like courgette and aubergine are British English words for zucchini and eggplant, which are the words we use in America. Broad bean is
2: one I had trouble with. Those are uh, fava beans.
0: Yes. 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 There's, like, all sorts of words, like, rocket Mm. instead of, like, arugula Arugula, and stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, Dean, being a Kiwi, he obviously uses all these words and knows them. But I just want to warn people out there, you might be in a pickle if you're shopping with this book and you don't have a translation. And you don't have the translation app up on your phone.
2: Now that you're saying this, I'm reminded that I did look up a few words while making my shopping list. So, good point. Okay. So, after that, did you do step six?
0: Yes, yes. Um, I did indeed eventually get around to the cooking. And I started with an easy basic dish that I make about once a week. I know I don't cook a lot, but Mm -hmm. when I do, it's frequently this dish. But of course, I made it Jamie's way and then I served it to Dean. So, what do you think of Jamie Oliver's fried rice?
5: I mean... I've never had fried rice before. Maybe it would be lovely. But it's kind of (laughs) bland. It's mushy. It doesn't have any texture to it. There's no vegetables. There's no, like... It's sweet. How do you feel about it being sweet? Oh, just... I don't... uh, (laughs) Sweet doesn't bother me the way it bothers you, but... uh, It's fine. It's It's
0: because it's it's not day-old rice. I had to make fresh rice.
5: Oh, do you know what the word for this dish is? (laughs) Insipid. It's a, it's an insipid bowl of rice. It just sort of sits there lurking on the table. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, I don't want it. I don't want it. Why did he come to America and try and teach school kids how to eat? This is horrible.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. So, it sounds like Dean was not a fan of the Jamie Oliver fried rice that he prefers the Kristen Mines fried rice.
0: Yeah, and I'm just going to say it as someone who mm. does not like sweet and savory food combos. I also didn't like it. I thought it was horrible.
2: I mean, I don't blame you. It sounds not great, but I can't sit by and let you trash talk a sweet and savory food combo. Just for the <laughs> record, I am pro that combo.
0: Uh, I know you like moving it. Moving on. It's not for me, though. It's not know, for me. I and, know. And 80% of this book. I'm not sure if you noticed, Jolenta, 80% mm-hmm. of the book is sweet and savory together. For oh, my example, gosh.
2: I didn't even think about that, but yes, it is.
0: And you're like, that's why it's so delicious. I was like, no. that's
2: why, like, it's kind of intriguing. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. You're totally right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, here are a few examples of mm-hmm. things I made. I made egg and mango chutney flatbreads.
2: They make sweet Sounds and savory. Sounds delish.
0: Ugh, I made hoisin chicken lettuce wraps. Mm-hmm. That mixed sweet and savory also. I made the stupid cherry charred wild rice, which also mixed oh, sweet and savory. I
2: thought that savory. looked
0: gross. So. Oh, <laughs> they all tasted terrible. But, you know, I, I'm just going to say one nice thing here. They did all take only 15 minutes to make.
2: Well, he did promise quick and easy. So <laughs> delivered. <laughs> uh, is that is that how you ended the week? What else did you do? No, 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 no.
0: I made one last dish at the end of the week. I found one that did not mix sweet and savory. Uh, He called it his sort of Mm niçoise salad. Um, But things in the kitchen did not go well. And for the first time all week, the recipe took way over 30 minutes. Here's a little mashup. Thanks to the magic of audio editing of that 30 30 minutes, all in under one minute for you. Oh God, this is what it's like to peel a raw egg, apparently. And these string beans are overcooked. Jamie Oliver, five and a half minutes is not enough to boil this egg. All right, I uh, just boiled this egg for two and a half more minutes. And now let's see, oh God, it's still raw. Jamie Oliver, what are you doing that your eggs cook in five and a half minutes and mine are raw? All right, I'm doing something you're not going to approve of, Jamie Oliver. I just put these hard-boiled eggs in the microwave. And let's see if these yolks are cooking now. Oh my God, the yolk is still soft. Are you freaking kidding me? Sounds like the
2: yoke's on you, Kristen. Gelato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh I'm God. sorry. I need I to I can't leave.
0: even be mad at you. That was so good. I, have
2: to, <laughs> I was just kicked out of my own closet after I made that joke. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you had a shitty end to your first week. It also sounds like I'm really worried about your egg boiling abilities. I know you'll say <laughs> it's all Jamie's fault. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and I hope things get better in week two.
0: Well, let's just say they go differently in week nice. two. Nice. Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am very intrigued. Cannot wait to hear about it. But you know what we have to do first? We have to take a break.
0: Yes, we do. But before we do that, have you lived by five ingredients? Did it work for you? Share your story at facebook.com slash groups slash btbpod or or at Kristen and Jolenta at gmail.com.
2: And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your comments, your stories, your questions, your thoughts. You'll hear your voice on a mini episode, I bet. Give us a call at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657.
4: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off.
0: Okay, Jolenta, we talked about your first week of living by five ingredients. Uh, Now I want to know about your second week. Did you actually do some cooking yourself?
2: Maybe. Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> so I started the week by doing some like straight-up meal planning with Brad. Like I sat down with him, we went over the recipes we decided on and gotten groceries for, and figured out when we would make them. And before we finish up the planning session, Brad left me with this advice.
3: The one thing I'll say is mm-hmm. when I was looking at, like, say, the eggs section, mm-hmm. which, like, I don't plan on. Like, we, we, we're we fine on breakfast. Mm-hmm. But, like, the one thing I'll say is I look at the egg section and he gives you, frankly, zero clue as to, like, how you would actually, like, flip your omelet. <laughs> like,
2: there's oh, my no, God. Like, really? Like,
3: there's no technique. This, you know.
2: This is just, it's almost for ideas more than execution. Yeah.
3: Here's all he says about the technique of making an omelet. Mm. He goes, uh, move the eggs gently around the pan. Let the bottom of the egg set for one minute. Then technique time. Pick up the pan. Tilt it down. What what do you mean? With your other hand, keep tapping your wrist until it shakes the eggs up the side of the pan. So I think he means like jostle the, like, you know. Shake the eggs, but like I don't know how far up the no, side. No, this of the
2: is pan the like worst description I've I don't ever know what heard. This means.
3: Then use the spatula to flip it back to the middle. What flip, it flip over? what back? And then fold the top half back over too. No, what what
0: Brad? Excellent point. Technique Mm -hmm. is important, but, you know, even when there's no technique, we still got to follow the book. Did you follow the book, Jolenta? Did you do some cooking? Of
2: course I did. I did it all day long or basically (laughs) once a day. I did it once a day. I made a dish a day from the book. I made mostly veggie dishes and some salads because I don't eat a ton of meat. And then Mm -hmm. I decided I wanted to make a fish dish, but I ran into a problem, Kristen,
4: the ah. book says
2: that to do step four properly, which is fresh ingredients, you mm-hmm. should get your meat, especially fish, day of get it from your fishmonger. So, sent Brad a few blocks away. We're very lucky we have a fishmonger not too far. Uh, and they were closed, despite what their website said, and they, we couldn't get them on the phone. Would have been a sign, probably. But because mm. of COVID issues, they're, like, sort of closed half the time, sort of not. They don't post their hours. It's hard to get fish. So I failed. Mm. I failed.
0: Oh. Well, you tried. You tried I at did. least. I mean, we're, we're in extreme circumstances right now. Not everything's going to be as simple as when this book was written, right?
2: Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. Jamie Oliver could not predict a pandemic. None of
0: us no. could. For some reason, he could not predict an international global pandemic. All right. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so what did you do after that?
2: I made more salads because I couldn't fuck that up, right? What? Wrong. Turns out you can fuck up salads or Jamie Oliver can. I don't know. But that lack of clear technique that Brad was warning me about uh, definitely reared its little ugly head. Listen. I've got to say, Brad's right. The directions, the directions are pretty vague. It says, cut off watermelon rind, pick out any seeds, then slice as finely as you can. That's all it says. What what size of slices? Like, giant, little, bite size. I look at the picture of the finished product, and it's just sort of a, a, a hodgepodge of color, which is beautiful and Instagram-worthy, but I still cannot see the slices. I know it doesn't matter what shape. It's just... It's a very vague instruction and I want to follow the
0: rules. Anyway, back to work. Oh, yeah, Jamie Oliver. Um, yeah, he he doesn't necessarily get as specific as he needs to, does Mm-mm. he?
2: No, no. <laughs> it it wasn't the end of the world, but it was annoying. But I powered through, I I sliced up, I was slicing watermelon at the time, and I was like, does he want me to julienne this? I don't know. But I I, I just made some choices on my own, and I made a beautiful watermelon salad, which I'm sure you would fucking hate, and <laughs> uh, basically, I did a lot of step six, just lots of eating and sharing, and I took some pictures of my cute salads, I'll post them on Instagram, And it
0: was fun. Oh, good. Good. And what did you do after that?
2: So after that, I had one step left to hit up. And that is step three.
0: Ah, yes. Good old condiments. Time to celebrate Mm -hmm. them. Throw them Mm -hmm. a party.
2: And so here is my family secret for you, Kristen. My mother's father, also known as my grandfather, is like a condiment fiend. Condiments are his favorite food. Uh, The family joke is that if he were a superhero, he'd be called condiment man and he would just have a belt full of compartments with like salt and pepper and olive oil and like roasted peppers and mayo.
4: So (laughs) let's
2: just say I'm pretty good at carrying on the family tradition. We have lots and lots of condiments, not unlike your husband, Dean. We got mustard, salsas, chutneys, quince paste, Branston pickle. I got it all. Um, (laughs) But I know there are more out there. I know there are some I've forgotten. So I called my grandpa to get his advice on the condiment matter. What, what, you know how you have all the condiments and you're the pro, the condiment man? Yeah.
3: What,
2: what is, like, what's your all-time, like, favorite three?
3: What's my favorite three?
2: Yeah. Uh... Well, I like mustard
5: on my hot dogs. Uh huh. And if I get a steak and it's not real good, I like Heinz fifty-seven.
2: Ooh, that's a deep cut. I like that.
5: Heinz fifty-seven and a hot sauce.
2: What? Any any certain kind?
5: Yeah, the one with the chicken on it.
2: Oh, right, right. That's a good one.
5: Yeah. Got that rooster on it.
2: Yeah!
0: Yeah! Yeah! Put that on your yeah, eggs.
5: Tabas- I, tab- I always put a little Tabasco
2: in soup. Or-
0: Ooh, Jolenta, will your granddad adopt me? Does he? Is he in the market for more granddaughters? Oh,
2: he will take them all. But get ready <laughs> to be made fun of and like be told you're being prayed for a lot. Because
0: <laughs> he cooks the way I want to eat. Exactly. Love those. Love those flavors. Yeah, love it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like you and he have a similar taste palette. No sweet sauces on our meats anywhere.
0: (laughs) No, I want some kick-ass. I want to go to Flavortown. Sorry, Mm -hmm. sorry. You already corrected me on that. We're not going to Flavortown. It's
2: okay. You can go to Flavortown, even with Jamie Oliver. (laughs) Like, I'm sure he's invited. Um, (laughs) So that advice is where I ended my second week, and I'm definitely going to send Brad out to get some Tabasco to put in my frozen soup later.
0: Nice. Nice. Love it. And I, I just, I love any time that one of us has an excuse to talk to our family on the show. Exactly. I love that.
2: Yeah. It's always a good excuse to be like, I should call my grandpa for work. <laughs> um, and I should just call him period because I'm lucky to have one. hmm Yes. But enough about me. Kristen, how was your second week? Did you get some fish? Did you cook more? Tell me all about it.
0: (laughs) Well, Dolenta, as you know, week one did not go so well for me. But I'm going to tell you right here and now, Mm -hmm. week two started off pretty great because first and foremost, I did this. All right, Jamie Oliver, this is the sound of me putting all of last week's horrible food in the freezer. And do you know what is in the freezer? Our compost bag. And all of last week's horrible food is now going to be composted. I hate to waste food, but this is not really wasting it. It is going back to the earth where it belongs, and maybe it will grow back as a beautiful aubergine or a courgette or something else that will be more delicious than all of last week's horrible recipes.
2: Oh, shit. Those are some strong, strong reads headed Jamie Oliver's way. Like, I hope he is in a library and staying safe. Um, But, you know, he did say to make the freezer your friend in step seven, and you did it in a very creative Kristen way.
0: So I'm impressed. I did it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm not only am I glad you're impressed, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna be even more impressed as week two goes along because oh, I went rogue. Yes,
2: Listen. yes, yes, yes. I love when you go rogue.
0: <laughs> oh, it smells delicious. What is that? Um, you're smelling the toasted almonds, but it's another salad. Oh. <laughs> Don't look so upset. It's a delicious salad. It's um Part Jamie Oliver, but then I put my own twist on it. it um, instead of hazelnuts, I used some almonds. And instead of buttermilk, I used some of the leftover Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. And instead of cheese, I put in that Parmesan basil gourmet salt that we have. Try a plate. Try it. Try it. Try a bite. Try a bite. Try a bite. Try a bite. It tastes great. I, mean- I massaged it. Of course you did. I did not put pomegranates in like he wanted because screw it, no more sweet and savory together. I'm not doing. We had a spare mango. I'm not doing that. You can eat the mango. I don't need the savory and sweet together anymore. But I know you've had a lot. Yes, all last week was savory and sweet together. This week I am done with that.
2: Wow, wow, you did leave off my favorite part of the recipe, but otherwise, so proud of you. I love when you you know throw off the shackles. Of conformity. Um, (laughs) And don't live by the books that we're supposed to live by. No, I like when you fight with the structure. It's fun.
0: Um, Thank you. Thank you. So, what
2: did you do after that?
0: After that, I continued to look at his recipes for inspiration, Mm -hmm. but make them my own with my own ingredients, with my own flavors, with my own twists. For example, I made his gnarly garlic Brussels sprouts, but rather than adding fruit and cottage cheese, because let's be real, that sounds nasty— That's what I would have for breakfast. Oh, God. No. I made my sprouts with fish sauce, soy sauce, sesame oil, and I served it with rice, not with cottage cheese. And (laughs) I continued to do that all week long and, you know, put my own twist on things. And I even at one point used some of Dean's garden basil in a pasta recipe. Yes. And then, of course, I ended the week with my signature dish, done my way, not Jamie's, and I served it up to Dean
5: so much better i know you hate cooking and you don't do it very often but when you do it's delicious it's wonderful it's got real flavor to it it's got actual like sauces in it there's got some good mouthfeel and texture to
0: it it's fantastic it's because i fried my tofu first i'm like jamie oliver who's just like smashed in a bunch of soft tofu that was Mm -hmm. that fried rice last week i know Oh,
5: um, oh, I know. I can still got the taste of it. It's, it's an insipid, nasty taste. Um, yeah, no, yours is way better. I don't know why anybody would eat his. I mean, I guess he's kind of pretty. Is that why people eat it? <laughs> I mean, I'm from a you know an English descent country.
0: He's pretty pretty he in is. a country like that. <laughs> Just saying. I, I think being a cooking personality is not the same thing as that. actually being able to cook. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if Jamie Oliver's that good of a cook.
2: None of us know if he's a good cook. None of us have tasted his <laughs> recipes.
0: But I don't have taste of vision I only have watch-a-vision or whatever yeah. that's called. The thing where I can see. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I think maybe I, I'll be curious whether or not you and I agree or disagree on whether or not Jamie can cook in the verdict.
2: it It will be a heated debate. But first... <laughs> A reminder, we want to hear from you. We want your heat. Have you read The Five Ingredients? Do you have thoughts? Share your story with us at kristinangelenta at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail, 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. And we're always on Twitter at book pod.
4: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off. All
0: right, Jolanta, it's time to get down to business. Did five ingredients actually work? Would you recommend it?
2: Okay, doke. Kristen? This book is pretty to look at. Every other page has an Instagram-worthy photo of a finished dish or just the ingredients themselves in individual photos. Very so fun beautiful. to look at. Very, Very good beautiful. layout. It's, it's simple so to clean, read. So clean. Yeah.
0: Almost naked.
2: Yeah. it's Oh, my gosh. It is almost naked. It was a simple read. It's fun to thumb through. And it's fine. It is just fine. That's how I feel about it. Like, fine. I used to have a teacher (laughs) in high school and when you would make a point that she like didn't really agree with at the end of it, she'd just go, fine. And then like (laughs) call on someone else. Like that's how I feel about this book. Like it's neither here nor
0: there. So is it fine dining?
2: Oh, good question. Like it felt like living by this book felt like trying to live by the description in an Instagram post of a picture of a meal kit delivery dinner.
4: (laughs) Does that make sense?
0: Yes.
4: Like it's a nice idea.
2: It's a nice idea. It gives you a jolt of inspiration. The ingredients are listed and they make you go like, oh shit, I forgot about fresh corn. I could do that. Or like, oh my God, right. You can just bake a fish. But then there's not actually much there there when you try to, like, use it as a resource to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But also, given the state I'm in right now, this book did help me get my shit together food-wise. There is no denying that the directions were approachable, although vague. Um, (laughs) And, like, I did get meal ideas and started thinking about food I hadn't thought about in months. I meal planned for the first time probably in forever, which is probably a good thing to do right now, considering like thinking about what to eat, like fills me with dread. Mm. So even though this book was sort of a meh book, it definitely helped me in the time I'm in. But I also wonder if I had a better guide or something more holistic about like, I don't know how to throw stuff together without necessarily like following directions all the time, but just have a well-stocked kitchen. I don't know. I could have gotten more out of it. I give it a 50/50. I recommend it cuz mm. like yes it helped get me out of a slump and it's beautiful to look at and like kind of inspiring in a half-assed way. But it's half-assed. Yeah. How about you?
0: Well, I agree with you. It is a beautiful book to mm-hmm. look at. It is so well laid out. It the photo the photographs are so Instagram pleasing. worthy. Yeah. They're so beautiful.
2: Like who knew a and picture of the, an egg could be so hot? Like it's sexy. Yeah.
0: So good. And the recipes were indeed quick and easy. Other than True. that salad niçoise, most dishes took me about 15 minutes to make. I don't mm-hmm. know about you, Jolenta, but I'm I mean I'm
2: slow, but I'd say like 30 to 45, which is pretty good for me. I don't, I don't, I don't trust my
0: timing. Okay. Okay. But I, I would say for me, they were mostly very mm-hmm. quick and easy. That said – the food in this book was not good. None of the dishes were good to me. I mean, mm. maybe they're good yeah. to other people, but to me, they were not good. I And, you know, I have my own bias. I do not like sweet and savory. I he like also them. uses tons of things like spring onions and cilantro, which I cannot stand, Ugh, as you I know. I love
2: both of those, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so many of the dishes could have benefited from just a few more ingredients Mm -hmm. or an extra 10 minutes of preparation, in my opinion. For example, his fried rice, as I mentioned, doesn't fry that tofu first. I mean, seriously, just spend 10 more minutes frying the tofu add a few more flavors and sauces. It's going to yeah. be so much better. Please. But please. then the gimmick's gone. The gimmick's gone. Yeah, right. maybe the book wouldn't be as sexy if it was nine ingredients. But it would be way more delicious. And I mean, maybe I would like this book better then because as mm. is, I'm not a fan. I'm yeah. sorry, So
2: fully, Jamie a fully bad verdict.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie Oliver.
2: Well, Kristen, yeah, he didn't take you to Flavortown, but... I don't know. Maybe he could inspire you to, like, make Dean be your naked chef. Because I have a feeling Dean would take off his clothes. Unlike oh, Jamie Oliver.
0: Why didn't I think about that? Oh, my gosh. Dean. Dean, come here, Dean. Spinoff off podcast mm.
2: alert. The Naked <laughs> Dean. And that's it for this episode of By the Book.
0: Huge thanks to our fabulous production team at Stitcher, our producers Daisy Rosario and Brandon Nix, our engineer Andy Christens, our chief content officer Chris Bannon. Thanks also to Nate Wida who composed our theme song and to the Rizzos for performing it.
2: Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read the five ingredients. If you have thoughts on Jamie Oliver's food, let us know. Send anything you've got to say to us at kristinangelenta at gmail.com and tweet or Instagram your food photos at us. We are on Twitter and on Instagram at bythebookpod. the Book Pod. Hit us up.
0: Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people to find the show. And if you have not yet already, tell a friend about the show. Tell your fishmonger about the show. Tell somebody naked about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
2: Jamie Oliver may not have taken us to Flavortown, but someday I will take him to Funky Town. That was
0: terrible. <laughs> Don't use that.
4: Stitcher.